0: Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10.
1: Good to have you in, fourth and final hour, Thursday morning. If you missed any of today's show, well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know where you've been. We start at 6 o'clock, and shame on you, but don't worry, we take care of you. Odyssey app, rewind feature, go back and get all of the big stories that we have discussed in the first three hours. Or, of course, you can uh, watch the replay on YouTube. Yeah. How about that? So, many, many ways. ways. Yeah, many, many ways, indeed. Many ways. All right, morning mystery movie clip at 9.20. We will also find out later this morning what's on tap for The Dawn Show and who won social media today, Twitter and YouTube. Uh, but since we did go very, very long on the cut sheet, we have some catching up to do in the news. And for that, at 9.02, it's time for a Dawn Stenzel Big 3 at 9.
0: It's the Big 3 and 9 on Kaling Company.
2: Sponsored by Piazza Auto Group. Philadelphia police answering frantic 911 calls for help. In Philadelphia's Port Richmond neighborhood, ultimately, the police officers opened fire on the suspects. In this case, these suspects, in air quotes, were dogs attacking two women and a small dog who were in their fenced-in backyard. So this attack happened on the 3700 block of Sepviva Street. Like I say, in Port Richmond, five pit bulls, according to police, jumped the fence and then started biting the small dog as well as two women in their own yard. This happened 9.30 last night. Jeez. Of just a violent attack, and we don't know what in the world would have triggered this situation, but certainly a life-threatening situation. These were big dogs, biting dogs, attacking these two women as well as their their small little, you know, like you say, mm-hmm. Nick, a little doggy that fits in your purse, yeah. one of those little so ultimately officers did fight you know when they got there, they rushed there they fired upon the pit bulls uh, some of them terriers or pit bulls as they're called and so two of the dogs were struck i don't know if they were killed oh. but as the talk of the neighborhood a horrifying situation both of the women were rushed to the hospital where they are and they're recovering and they're expected you know to survive mm-hmm. as far as the little tiny dog that dog is in, at the vet in critical condition i don't Wow. I don't think that it's expected for the little dog to survive. But yeah. Jeez, what a horrible thing.
1: Well, this only goes to the, um, the narrative, again, that pit bulls are dangerous dogs, but it really does depend on how you I, train and owners, raise them.
2: Right.
3: I say that all the time. I agree. There's no bad dogs, just bad owners. Yep. However, however, let me <laughs> say one thing, too, is that it's really hard to keep up <laughs> On the uh, the pit bulls aren't bad dogs. When literally, it's always the pit bulls. Yeah, that more are doing often this than stuff. not, it is yeah. them. Yeah. So I uh, that doesn't mean that I don't agree with what I'm saying. I'm just yeah. saying that it's hard to it's hard to argue that when it's always these pit bulls that seem to be doing these things.
1: Yeah, you know, it's not. And, uh, I, I've owned labs my whole life. I like the you know, the Labrador Retriever. I'm not anti pit bull, and it's not because of you know the the notion or you know even if they are the most aggressive of them all. I just I I've never liked the way pit bulls. I don't think they're an attractive looking dog.
2: Oh, some of them. My niece has two pit bulls, but she raised them from, um, you know, they're ter- mm-hmm. they're really a terrier. The pit bull is an American made up name, but she raised them from puppies. Yeah, and that's the difference when you adopt a dog. Because I have a, my sister in law. She had she adopted mm-hmm. this one pit bull that she named Rosie, which is my mom's name. I don't know if you name your pit bull your mother in law's name. What that means. But she, this dog seemed like a sweet rescue dog. Mm-hmm. One day at the park, just went nuts and attacked another dog and oh, it ripped yeah. its ear off. So I will say, you know, this owner who's cooperating apparently of these five pit bulls. Yep. Um, you know, I would say if you have a rescue, any rescue dog, and depending on how long you've had them, maybe you're not living in the city. Yep. Or maybe you live. You know, you have to take that into consideration. The SPCA is very good about that. Years ago, they would not let us adopt a German Shepherd, really, because we had little kids and we live in the city. We have a huge yard, but they just said they're usually as far as the SPCA, they're very good about these things. Yeah, you know that they they say where they want to know where you live, what about kids, right? And they're really good with trying to find the right home Mm -hmm. for for the dog, but. Yeah, this makes these dogs all look terrible, and, and it's really about the owner.
1: Yeah, my sisters had German Shepherds ever since she's been an adult. We've had Labs. My my wife had a uh, when she when we first started dating, uh, you know, back in the Stone Age, back before the, the you know Prohibition. Um, she had a Rat Terrier. Those little dogs, and they are so territorial. I will never forget this little dog. His name was Spots. Just this little miserable, oh. snarky little dog, always staring at you. Always suspicious of you. He would always guard my mother-in-law. So I would mess with him and tease him. As I'm walking out to leave the house, I would like, act like I'm going to charge at my mother-in-law. And then he'd go flying off the couch and run at me. And I would quick get out the door and slam the door shut before he bites my face off.
3: You're a horrible pet owner. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Well, this we're, wasn't my dog. We're, yeah, Still. You're a horrible person. How
1: dare you? Yeah, I think that dog's in hell right now, and he deserves to be there. He's a miserable little spud. And those little dogs, they go, yeah. they have his little teeth. Uh-huh. That was him. And he, and he would bite, too. And he, he bit my mother-in-law's finger really bad one time, oh. severed a tendon, went down to the bone, and she was in a splint for a while. Yeah, those dogs, you don't want to mess with those little rat terriers. They're little pesky little dudes.
2: <laughs> Napoleon syndrome. Yep. Uh, in Philadelphia, and I want to give I, I'll end with the big three. So this is number two, but I'll end with some brand new numbers, labor stats, as we talked about Herbert Hoover uh, and Trump. So this is kudos to the Inquirer. They have this front and center this morning and they posted this story about nonprofits and fraud. In Philadelphia and how, th- how there were people who tried to alert the state and officials and the city and nothing was done. And they're focusing on community council health systems in West Philadelphia. And this is, this is a health system that helps people, poor people, families, and that sort of thing. And what they're talking about here is that behind the scenes, this publicly funded nonprofit was, they say, systematically just plundered by top executives. For years and years, Hmm. millions of dollars, they're talking about misappropriated and how even, you know, top state officials just let this thing go. And when the chief executive, Joe Watkins, you know, tried to commission an investigation, ultimately they fired him. The state still, still at that point. Allowed these board members to get off scot-free. Wow. It's a, and kudos to the Inquirer for highlighting this one. Sure, but it's it's just a sin, and especially in a city like Philadelphia, you know, with this is a nonprofit that's supposed to help the poorest among us. Shame, right. shame on them. Right. Let's talk about these new consumer prices out this morning. It's not great news. Consumer prices rising three point four percent last month compared to a year ago, accelerating from notably. From the previous month and then defying what we hoped was this smooth path to normal levels. And we're all hopeful for the new year. These are brand new stats just released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics released uh, just this morning. Federal Reserve, you know, we've been hoping that they're just going to stand back and dial back the inflation fight by cutting interest rates this year. We hope that this new information does not alter that. But interest rates, we've talked a lot about it, mm-hmm. not just year to year, but overall, we feel it uh, with Bidenomics, etc. And so interest rates, obviously, would, would ease borrowing payments for everybody. The debt has gone up. And this as lawmakers, of course. There's this huge fight with Mike Johnson in the House talking about dealing with paying bills on a, on a national, federal level. But I'm talking about all of us, credit cards, mortgages, and risk stoking consumer demand driving up inflation. So... Prices last month rising faster than any of the government economists had hoped or predicted. All right. That's the bottom line. Gotcha. We are sponsored by Piazza Auto Group. Experience pure performance from the Acura model lineup, Piazza Acura of Ardmore, Reading, and Westchester. You get special financing as low as 3.9% APR, 36 months on the 2023 TLX sports sedan and more. You can shop online, piazzaacura.com, P-I-A-Z-Z-A. Thank you, Piazza Auto Group, for sponsoring our Big Three.
1: All right, Don, thank you very much. 855-839-1210. I said we would get to some of these calls. Uh, Dom has been hanging around. He's in the Poconos, and we've got Dom up now this morning on Talk Radio 1210. Dom, you go right ahead.
4: Hey, thank you, thank you. Hey, good morning, everybody. I've been listening to you guys for years. You're a great ride home listen.
1: Oh, right, Um, so you uh, work third shift.
4: Yes, I do. I work in Lansdale, and I commute to the Poconos every day. God bless you! Um, Wow, jeez, Hard-working man. But the reason—oh, by the way—I have a a pit bull lab mix, and she's a sweetheart to everybody, nice, and every living thing out there. But the reason I called is I'm a little upset over this whole Valley Forge thing. (laughs) Biden never made it to Valley Forge.
1: He was a community center. No, he he was there for the wreath. And then did the speech in Bluebell, but the media kept portraying that with the image that he was, with the graphic, that he was giving the speech from Valley Forge, which he was not, which is what, 11.1 miles away.
4: Exactly. I know exactly because I I used to live around Bluebell myself. I know the area. Yep. But he was Yeah, I was at the community college. I mean, come on, man. Why didn't they just say he was at the community college? That's something? correct. Instead because of insisting, he's yeah. at Valley Forge.
1: Well, because he's a plagiarist. Um, so it kind and of he,
4: really bothered me. Yeah. Well, and I had to get it off my chest.
1: Yeah, well, he's a plagiarist, and he wants to be like George Washington and thinks he's George Washington, and he's bringing up the, you know, the George Washington Valley Forge stuff from the past and how they went through the... Ba- but here's the worst part of it, and thanks for the call, Dom, is, you know, he's trying to channel like he's like this modern-day George Washington. George Washington, you think, was... You think he was going to delay or move up a speech a day because of inclement weather?
2: No. <laughs> they were freezing to death. Right. They were freezing to death and starving to death.
1: Yeah. it's such For six cra- months. Yeah, total crap. So, yeah. Uh, but how about that? Third shift overnight. Love it. And he goes yeah. from Lansdale to the Poconos.
3: I'm going to the Poconos tomorrow.
1: Look no, at you.
2: Oh, nice. Are we on. off on Monday?
3: Not to my knowledge. Did you put something in that told me you were off? <laughs> Like Why? What, like,
2: what? What? What are you? T- <laughs> this is radio, people. Like, um, oh my
3: god! <laughs> 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 we are not off. We can we can decide when we're off, but we do not, as a show, get off. That's what I'm start saying. We at six a.m.
2: My lord!
1: <laughs> Usually, Greg's triggering me. <laughs> oh god. This um this segment is brought to you by Piazza Honda. Of- <laughs> Philadelphia, Langhorne, Pottstown, Reddick, and Springfield get financing as low as 2.9% for 36 months on select new models, including the 2024 Accord Civic uh, Civic or HRV, only for a limited time. Shop PiazzaHonda.com today. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't think we have, nobody's getting off on Monday. We're, I am. Oh, you're off Monday? <laughs> yes. Okay. So you're taking a three-day weekend in the Poconos, getting away, a little I vacation. Am. Yes. So it'll be, well, at least we figured this out now, unlike, um, you know, five days from now, because that would be like us being in the Biden administration and not knowing <laughs> our Secretary of Defense is having a prostate procedure for prostate cancer, as he is in the ICU, as he sends out an email, and then second-in-command is in Puerto Rico, and nobody places the phone call or a text. So that's a little housekeeping right now, so... Anthony Dorenzo will be behind the board on Monday, and Phil will be elevated. Phil will do a little bit more than he normally does beyond just video. So, Stalker will be off. We've cleared that out. See, see, let's just send this segment to Kareem Jean Pierre right now. Yeah. Cut the tape, and we will send it to the White House and say, This is how you handle and you delegate and you coordinate paid time off or for a procedure. Very simple. There it, you go. Sh-
2: it shows you the low energy of, imagine you're the deputy under the defense secretary and and you're on vacation right but you get a memo you're in charge Mm -hmm. and that person is on the beach and like they go oh what are you looking at oh i just got an email i'm in charge hand me that suntan lotion (laughs) you know what i mean yeah that's the the mentality of somebody not to say okay i'm going to take this seriously i better get back to i better i better get back to the states yep i'm out of the country right now vacationing correct nothing doesn't call anybody doesn't check in doesn't Nothing.
1: Nope. Not at all. All right. Morning mystery movie clip in about five minutes as we continue live on this Thursday morning. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT.
0: This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app.
1: Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Nick Dawn and Greg. 855-839-1210. Get us on the free Odyssey app. You can watch us. As many of you like to do on YouTube, youtube.com slash at 1210 WPHT. Uh, we do have some local stories to get to with Joe Biden coming back to Pennsylvania on this Friday and some Pennsylvania polling numbers. And also, we'll try to get to it. If we get to it today, great. If not, we'll uh, save it for tomorrow. Uh, this report coming out about a new super PAC that believes they could be this mystery unit ticket to beat Biden and Trump. So, see if we get to that before we get out of here this morning. But right now, nine twenty-one. Time to give something away yet again with our morning mystery movie clip. And now,
0: the morning mystery movie clip on Kalen Company Talk Radio, twelve ten WPHD.
2: Hi. You must be Terry. I'm sorry I've been hiding, honey, but this dinner was tricky.
4: Oof. Who are you?
2: I'm Dr. Sheila Gamble, his wife.
0: Come on, seriously, who is that? His old lady. Sweetie, it's a workstation. Got it. And you come in here dressed like a hobo, it's distracting. I know you're working. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Come on, seriously. I think you know what it is? Call it 12 at 855 839 1210, and you could win this great prize.
1: And this prize, another great prize today, as we've had all week long a pair of tickets to the Philadelphia Auto Show at the Pennsylvania Convention Center. It is January 13th through the 21st. So starting this Saturday, you have an eight day stretch to use your tickets. If you don't win them this morning, another chance tomorrow, uh, or tickets and info. Uh, just visit phillyautoshow.com. Caller number 12 at 855-839-1210. And you get those tickets. Best of luck to you. Uh, we'll get to the Joe Biden Pennsylvania story here in just a moment. But let me grab uh, a call here. We've got Craig. Oh, it's our buddy Craig from Maryland. We haven't heard from Craigy in a while. Craig, what's going on this morning? Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing?
5: All right, good. So... I heard you chiming in on the uh, foster dogs and all that stuff. So, just wanted to let everybody know. And we have Joe Biden's first dog, Major, that bit everybody and got booted. We have that dog's sister, and today is her sixth birthday. Wow! And my wife is yeah, yeah. And that's, so, that's
1: a German. That's, that's, a, that's a German Shepherd, correct?
5: Yeah, the Yeah, the the, the first one who was biting people. <laughs>
1: So so you so you have commander's sister as no I have major I have major sister okay and is that now that is she is she aggressive does she bite too only progressives (laughs) can she sniff out squad Dems yeah yeah (laughs) okay very good
5: yeah no we my wife I call her the dog whisperer we fostered. I know Dawn and everybody. You know, mm. but we fostered over three hundred and some dogs in the last seven years to good homes.
1: Wow, that's good that's work amazing. out of you, man.
5: Well, I don't know why I'm getting into heaven. Now, my wife, you know, that being said, she's you know she's the angel of the bunch, oh, very and cool. she's retired, so, and she's retired.
1: So yeah, she a something different. All right, well, Greg, thank you for checking in, buddy. I Hope you're well. Appreciate the uh, the commentary. Makes um, the best. Yeah. I think I do think German shepherds can sniff out progressives. I think that's one of their <laughs> traits. Um, so he's fostered 300 amazing dogs. Very interesting. Good work out of him.
2: Well, it just shows you that, you know, they're co- they have dogs from the same litter, sibling dogs and with a great owner.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. If you are a great family, then one sibling dog is perfectly fine. The other one, not so much. Yeah.
1: I You know, you start going through the Biden family here, both human and animals. Jill looks like an angel compared to the rest of them, doesn't she? <laughs> hey, you got Joe, a big guy, he's getting ten percent. Hunter's, uh, you know, he's on the, he's on the rock. Yeah, he's got hookers. He got the whole bit. The dogs bite people. <laughs> uh, it's just what a mess of a family, right? Well, that's to your point. That's what we learned from this:
2: that the dogs are Jill's babies, ah, and that uh, was when she was traveling, mm-hmm. she was away. That's when they were off kilter that's when these incidents happened
1: reportedly right right. and we've gone from major to commander and i think there's what how many documented bitings have we heard with secret service and other members of of the biden entourage i think it's i want to say six or seven different incidents where uh the dog has been you know completely um you know out of uh out of its mind and doing things that it should not do so very interesting
2: i think they just released fairly recently another there was it was maybe double that number that we were
1: initially told oh okay
2: that that there were all of these different you know employees
1: right can you imagine no i can't and i don't want to be bitten by any dogs uh let's grab chris in havertown who's our morning mystery movie clip winner this morning chris good morning what movie clip did we just play about five minutes ago for you Good morning, guys. Love the
5: show. Thanks for having me on. You guys just played uh, one of the funniest scenes from The Other Guys. The Other Guys. That is
1: correct. Circa 2010. Congratulations, Chris. You got yourself the tickets for the Philly Auto Show, which you can use between January 13th and the 21st. All right. Awesome. Thank you so much. You got it. Thank you for playing, and certainly thank you for listening. Chris in Havertown, our winner. i want to, I don't want to rush through this because I do think this is important. Biden's going to be in Allentown on Friday. Uh, the importance of that, and has his speech in Blue Bell, not Valley Forge. Bluebell, has it paid dividends? We've got the answers and we'll delve into that for a couple of minutes on the other side. I don't want to zip through this. I think this is important for our audience to hear. So we'll get to that when we come back and then we'll try to get to this mystery super pack that could be on the verge of materializing. And reports are there's three hundred million dollars in funds to be allocated. Details when we continue. Kale and Company, live here on this Thursday morning on Talk Radio 1210
0: WPHT. It's Kale and Company, on demand, from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free
1: Odyssey app. Very fitting that we come back to this, as Joe Biden will be coming back to Pennsylvania a week removed from... Canvassing the Valley Forge Bluebell landscape of Montgomery County. Uh, and we have talked about this in the past on this show that it is a very, very smart thing to do if you are Joe Biden and or Donald Trump you should be making Pennsylvania a priority and certainly Biden has done that. Uh, Courtesy of the Philadelphia Inquirer, Joe Biden will be visiting Allentown on Friday as the White House has confirmed, making his second visit to the state in about a week as he looks ahead for the 2024 election. As we know, he was in uh, Bluebell on Friday of last week. This will be the second time in the state this year And at least the 16th time since becoming president, the Lehigh Valley region is considered a critical battleground to the state. Allentown is home to uh, the state's largest Hispanic population. Now that is significant because we know that in the national polls, Donald Trump has about a five point lead over Joe Biden with Hispanic voters. Uh, Biden last in Allentown in 2021, when he made a stop at uh, the Mack truck plant in Mukunji, which is right up in the area where my sister lives. So I, I think this is important because now, and I don't know how much of the speech from Bluebell factors in, but latest Pennsylvania polling is out. And Quinnipiac released a poll that says yes, uh, yesterday that Joe Biden now leads Donald Trump in Pennsylvania 49% to 46%. Uh, as of October, it was uh, the other way around where Trump had a two point lead, 47 to 45. So about a five point swing. Again, you take it for what it's worth, whether it's positive for Trump or negative. Polls are polls. You take it with a grain of salt. Uh, but this polling in Pennsylvania was conducted between January 4th and January 8th with just under 1,700 self identified registered Pennsylvania voters. Uh, again, you know, we've talked about this, and you know, Trump has floated out the idea of Madison Square Garden. To me, I, I don't think he can win New York. He can certainly win Pennsylvania. I, I think it's imperative that he makes Pennsylvania, in addition to those other five or six battleground states, one of his top priorities. So,
2: but I think the reason that he says that he's going to go after New York is, you know, what what we started out with, what you started out with this morning, talking about what's happening. Not just in New York City, but New York State. And Kathy Hochul, not popular. Right. But in New York City right now, I think that, you know, you, you, know, you look at these parents who are so upset. Not just parents, business people, um, Democrats, who are upset with the fact that that they have been inundated with this more than 100,000 people. On the, you know, especially, I mean, you think about Long Island or Manhattan, Mm -hmm. you know, the island of Manhattan. And so it's crunched in there. The streets are already crowded. Now they've got people being put up in tents. I mean, uh, people are furious about it.
1: Yeah. And look, you know, you look at it, you know, the Hispanic vote is up for grabs, and we're seeing this influx at the southern border. We understand strategically what Democrats are trying to accomplish. So to your point, it it would make sense for Trump to be in New York and certainly uh, other places as well, whether you're trying to win over Democrats that are ticked off at Democrats that they voted for or to win over the Hispanic vote of people that have come to this country. So uh, we will see how that plays out. I'll save the super PAC story because we could actually have a deeper conversation on that later tomorrow. When we have more time uh, Let's get to I can't believe We're saying this At 9.36 <laughs> What's on the cut sheet Part 3 I had to do this what? I had to do this On, on!
3: The Cut Sheets! I do. Uh, the reason I'm doing this is because uh, Mika had a one-on-one with, uh, with with Jill Biden this morning. What's so that? there's all kinds of uh, interesting stuff uh, that happened. Look, this is a breaking news show. We go where the news goes. Yeah. We talk, uh, you know, when, when when stuff happens and there's a lot of audio, we try and get to it as best we can. What's on the Country Part 2 sponsored by Best Work Industries for the Blind. Best Work Industries for the Blind's e-commerce stores helping businesses succeed in all work environments. BestWorkSupplyCenter.com offers traditional Office products, cleaning supplies, furniture, technology, and more with free shipping and next day delivery. Shop now at a save at bestworksupplycenter.com. dot com. That's bestworksupplycenter.com. dot Okay, so uh, Mika Brzezinski on uh, on the um, MSNBC programs, uh, The Morning Joe, uh, asked about Joe Biden, her husband, uh, Joe's husband, being too old. Uh, 81 years old. And this was what she said. This is cut 25. I can't believe I said that. Cut <laughs> 25. Wow. Cut 25, Phil. Go.
6: Many would say that literally everything is on the line. I think you just said that. This is a massive amount of physical and emotional stress. It would be on any person. Your husband is 81. At the end of the second term, he'd be 86. As his life partner of 46 years, is there a part of you that is
7: worried about his age and health? Can he do it? He can do it. And I see Joe every day. I see him out, you know, traveling around this country. I see his vigor. I see his energy. I see his passion every single day. Mm -hmm. So to those who say, I can't vote for Joe Biden, he's too old. What do you say? I say his age is an asset. He's wise. Yes, uh, he's wise. He has wisdom. He has experience. He knows every leader on the world stage. He's lived history. He knows history. Mm -hmm. He's thoughtful in his decisions. He is the right man or the right person for the job at this moment in history. So democracy is on the ballot. And
6: also uh, something has been lost in this uh last four years or during your husband's presidency as a result of the trump presidency and that is a woman's right to choose
3: there we go yes. yes. health care yes.
6: how important do you think that should be in a factor for all americans who are voting in the next election it feels like we've slid back i mean
7: i can't believe my daughters. That's why we have to keep fighting and we're going. And what Joe wants to do is to codify Roe, and that's what we have to do. We have to keep fighting. Are you ever hopeless? Do you ever lose hope? No, no, I'm never hopeless.
1: Okay, three things. <laughs> Number one, uh, Joe Joe do, Joe doesn't know what day it is. Number two, uh, she says he's full of vigor and energy on a daily basis. She sees it every day. It's a weird because. To the American public, he only seems energized and invigorated when he talks about January 6th. That's what we took away from last Friday in Bluebell. But towards the end there, where you talk about abortion, I mean, the facts are the facts. The numbers don't lie. Since Roe v. Wade was basically sent back down to the states and Mm -hmm. left amongst states to decide, and Supreme Court said we're... We're not going to touch this issue. We're going to relegate it back to the state level. Republicans have lost every single time. So you heard it right there. There's the, the DDA, democracy, dictatorship, abortion. Two of them are nonsense. One is a real-life issue, and the real-life issue is the last one we just heard there, and that's abortion.
2: Yeah, and you think about, and that's why this morning, and I didn't mean to be Donnie Downer, when you asked me earlier, it's just... The way that Trump answered it, again, honestly, but, you know, is saying that he was proud of the fact that Roe v. Wade, that that was something that was done by a court, that, you know, he he made those judges, he put those judges in place. Mm -hmm. And he's taking credit for that in air quotes. But he has talked in the past about why, why that's important. He should have gone into that piece of it to say that in actuality, in actuality, women are getting played on both sides and distracted, and there's a ton of fundraising go- going on. And what Trump should have said is that while women are getting played, these these issues are n- not solved because why? People in the swamp, career politicians making more money than anybody, pretty much, um, and benefits are incentivized to not solve this issue of quote-unquote reproductive rights. Mm-hmm. And for Mika to say, and I'm glad the First Lady interrupted her question to say I can't believe my daughters what I hope my daughters what have an abortion I wouldn't hope an abortion on anybody what no matter what you believe on the issue to say now that oh I hope no it, it's not a spa day okay and so Republicans need to own the issue if that's their stance own it and say look we it's not a spa day here this is not a pleasant experience and and let's just make sure that we have an economy where women, could choose to have their baby or, you know, could choose to have their baby if they want, but also that they can prevent pregnancy. That's the way to go with this, but they don't, they just, for whatever reason, they don't handle it it's really easy mm-hmm. to talk about this issue right. it's not
3: though Don. It, it, it is though. no it's not because if they the republicans have been trying for 40 years to yeah because they're a bunch my, of men they in, just don't, in my hey, entire hey lifetime ladies, would
2: you like to stop getting your period yeah, once a month because you could in my just my enti- start with that
3: in my entire lifetime they have been really really on the wrong uh, when i say the wrong side of it i mean on the wrong side of where the general public is they they have not had a winning message message on abortion since i've since I've been alive, honestly. right?
2: But what they should own is to say nobody's incentivized to solve it. They they all all of them fundraise off of it. And the truth is, and I don't care what anybody tells me, the truth is now in New Jersey they just started they'll they'll have birth control where you don't have to have. Um, you know, a prescription for it. I've said this for years. They need it. It's they, crazy to have a prescription. The costs are crazy. They need to
3: drop it, and and if if they it's, can't drop it at well, this point, the, then they're gonna. If the, the more they talk about it, the more they're gonna lose. I'm telling you. Yeah. Uh, Joe Biden. Uh, real fast here on what the Republicans are doing to Hunter Biden. You know, we saw we talked a lot about what Hunter hunter biden did at capitol hill yesterday she was asked about that by mika this is cut 26 phil go
6: how have you been coping personally uh with the onslaught of accusations against your husband and your family including and especially hunter it's the focus of a house oversight committee hearing holding him in contempt obsessing over him showing pictures of him during vulnerable moments in his battle with addiction on the floor of the house this would crush any family
7: mika I, I think what they are doing to hunter is cruel and i'm really proud of um how hunter has rebuilt his life uh after addiction you know i'm i love my son love and it's had it's hurt my grandchildren <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's what i'm so concerned about that it's affecting their well, not, lives as not, well. not all his what grandchildren what do you think children, when yeah. you hear trump republicans <laughs> calling Biden crime family, our
6: one congresswoman, the Biden crime family sold out America, Marjorie Taylor Greene. He's a liar. He's mentally incompetent. Um, And let's not even talk about what let's go Brandon means. Mm -hmm. But you have U.S. senators holding signs that
7: say that. It's hard hard to realize our country, isn't it? I mean, to look at it, what we used to have and um, what the other side, the extremists, have turned this country into i mean we would never see things like that say 10 years ago this has got to be so
3: different than any i gotta say this i gotta say this um this is gonna be a very unpopular opinion she's a great spokesperson for him She's a great. Yeah, spokesperson she is. For him, no, she, she is. That 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 interview that she just did and those two sound bites that we played, she just resonated with millions of yep. women.
1: Oh, so I'm telling you. Yep. So she's a great spokesperson as a grandmother who doesn't acknowledge I, one of her grandchildren. No, she did. They did find. Well, like. eventually, yes, but but for the longest time, they didn't acknowledge no. her.
3: I'm not saying how I feel personally. No, no, no. I'm telling you that that, that she but is.
1: I, I I disagree with the the notion. Like, if people pay attention and actually knew the story. I don't think they would arrive at the conclusion she's a great spokesperson for him. You can't. Uh, people there, sh-
3: millions and millions and millions of people struggle with addiction. Yes, yeah. and I'm telling you when they when when they talk about how they're hum- humiliating Hunter through you know through his addiction, that resonates with a lot of people, especially women. I, it's I, a bad play by the Republicans. I, it's I a think, very
1: bad play. I think Hunter Biden as a grown adult has humiliated himself. I don't disagree with you. I'm telling you what women think. Right. That's all I'm saying. I just... I I, I understand where you're coming from, but I think if... What I would say to a female that is saying, oh, I feel sympathy... I say, "You so you feel sympathy for a guy that fostered a kid, didn't acknowledge the kid, and then, yes, the addiction part itself is obvious, like, because we all have somebody or know somebody that's gone through some sort of addiction on... Uh, some sort of vice, right? But like all the pictures, all all the stuff with women and blowing money and drugs, like, oh, I'm sorry. If he wasn't Hunter Biden, we would just look at him as like That's another right. another loser.
3: You, you know that. I know that. Don knows that. Everybody listening knows that. I'm just telling you that. For the people who don't follow this as closely as we do, right. and they see an interview like that or they hear that you know the Republicans are mocking him or or doing something through yeah. his struggle that resonates with a lot of women. I know so and women are the and women are going to de- decide this election. and right now the Republicans are blowing it at every opportunity they possibly can with women.
1: I'm just <sighs> telling you. I think it's time to take women's voting rights away.
2: <laughs> it's been enough. We've, we've, we've tried, this is a failed this, experiment. This goes back to my brother, John. He's like, 1920. Yes. It was a terrible year. Make the, 20,
1: make, the, <laughs> make the 19-teens great again. No,
2: but that's why I, I'm serious. I think that, that they have to pivot and really talk about, you know, Trump should talk about the swamp and how people get played by career politicians who really are incendiary, fire people up, and thus make people not realize that a lot of the issues we
1: talk about are easy to solve. Yeah. All right, coming up next, we will find out what's on tap for the Dawn Show, who won Twitter and YouTube today, Is that'll do it for what's on the cut sheet part, tray? How about that today? A lot Ooh. of cut sheet stuff. Great stuff. We're back after this on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT.
0: This is the Kale & Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHD and on the free Odyssey app.
1: Kale & Company as we wind things down here on a very, very action-packed, lively Thursday. Tony Bruno will join us tomorrow morning for his normal spot. Usually Wednesday at 8.30, but he's been under the weather. He'll join us tomorrow at 8.30 to wrap up the week. As we wrap up a Thursday show seven minutes out, from the Dawn Show, and we find out what she has on top uh, on tap for the top of the hour.
2: Yes, we have so much going on, and just to continue the conversation about what's happening in New York City with illegal immigrants there, and Mama Bear speaking out and upset about it. So, Governor Phil Murphy, the latest elected official who is a sanctuary state, New Jersey, or is he really? He's talking about eighteen hundred migrants. And are they allowed to stay in New Jersey? So are these governors and elected officials realizing what an unpopular issue this is? Um, Governor Murphy spoke out about it. So we'll take on that one. Donald Trump's New York civil fraud trial is back in session. They're inside closing arguments. We're tracking that very carefully this morning. And that's a breaking news situation right around the corner. So. Also this year, a new study says what what is the one, number one thing that most people want moving forward for the new year, New Year's resolution. We'll have some fun with that one. So much going on. We're going to continue the conversation at 10 o'clock.
1: All right. Dawn Show in about six minutes as we wrap it up with Who Won Twitter today. Who Won Twitter. First of all, I just want to say
3: shout-out to Aaron Delco, who says, I Can't take Greg. Please keep him off the mic. <laughs> thank
2: you.
3: Thank Aww. thank you, Aaron Delco. <laughs> um, for uh proving proving my point. Uh Richard Nataro wins Twitter. He says, When when did Greg Stocker become an expert on women? Does he have a secret handbook he's not sharing with us? <laughs> and Rosalie wins YouTube. She says, When abortion becomes the main reason someone picks a candidate, the country is truly doomed. I agree well with put. all of this and I'm I'm sorry, Arendelko, if you don't like the truth. But how many times has abortion been on the ballot and the GOP has won? Um, Zero. The the answer is... Which is why they have to pivot. Which is... The answer is zero. So keep putting your head down and think that, you know, you guys have this in the bag when you don't.
1: Okay.
2: Notice he said you guys. You guys. You people.
3: No, I didn't. That wasn't
1: my point. All right, that'll do it for us on this Thursday. Have a great rest of your day. The Dawn Show is coming up next, and we are back tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And as the binder would say when she has nothing left to say,
2: I'll see you tomorrow. Come talk to me.
0: Start your day with Kale and Company. Weekday mornings 6 till 10 on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the Free Odyssey app.